0: hello okay cool you can hear me
1: yes Yes, sir
0: awesome we're gonna get started i'm gonna start off on my intro and uh and i'll bring y'all in okay
1: all
0: right what's good people who live in the world and out of the world how we doing today positive vibes from this side of the earth as always y'all we are back with another podcast episode two of the relationship series and i'm so glad to have some of my favorite people in the world wow. joining me today I got uh my best friend Lonnie hey and her partner in crime brandon what's going on so uh <laughs> y'all i'm I'm so honored to have y'all on here Thanks. I've been talking about doing this series for a while and you know I'm finally doing it so uh you know, What else but to start off the second episode of the series with you guys. So I got a bunch of questions. We got an hour. Let's get to it. Hey, man, let's get to it. All righty. So I'm going to start off with, first off, how did you guys meet? And what attracted you guys to one another?
2: Okay. so, (laughs) So we met at Southwest. Well, we met through her cousin, Rachel. And she so happened to be at Southwest same day as me. You know, she called me. She called me in a good time while I was headed to work. So we met through her friend Rachel. That's how we met. And I couldn't stop looking at her when I um when I left.
0: It was like so. It was like a love at first sight type of deal, huh? N-
2: not that look. The second look was like the love at first sight. <laughs> but we gonna get into that part. But that's how we met. We met through Rachel. And I um tried to get her, her Instagram and she didn't give it to me. So I just kept it pushing, you know. But as I kept it pushing, I just looked back. Well, I couldn't stop looking back, you know, damn near tripped on my own shoe. <laughs>
0: Bess, you didn't give him the IG? No, I did not. That's <laughs> tough. You're playing hard to get out here in these streets. Wow.
1: I mean, in his defense, I was in a relationship, so.
0: Ah, you was in a relationship. So um, at any point in time when you first interacted with Brandon, did you have that type of, like, any type of connection? You were like, oh, he's, you know, he's handsome or any type of, any type of attraction towards him at that moment? Or were you more just like tunnel vision towards your?
1: Yeah, I would definitely say more tunnel vision towards a relationship. I kind of just like glanced at him, but I didn't really pay no mind. You know, like he said, he kept it pushing, but then we had a second encounter and that's when it was more like, Okay. But it's also like, nah I'm in a relationship. But it was like, Okay, I see him.
0: You in that second encounter were you guys able to um uh, to talk a little bit more or get to know each other a little bit more?
2: Yeah, um, well we
1: were.
2: yeah. And no, not so much get to know each other, you know, because I was talking to Rachel more. Um than Lonnie. Lonnie was just there, um, you know, just She was there to comfort her friend, but she wanted to see me, so I was talking to both of them, but it wasn't that, it wasn't too much interaction where I didn't know her because she didn't stay that long. Mm -hmm.
1: But it was more of like a subliminal communication.
2: Yeah, like I was talking about my day, what I do at work, you know, just telling her things that way.
1: And then when I left, it was more of like a. I don't know how to explain it, but it was like, I looked at him and he looked at me and then kind of, that was pretty much history from there. Yeah. At that (laughs)
0: point, were you still in your relationship?
1: I was, but it was just like, uh, I, I don't even know how to explain it to you. I looked at Brandon and he returned. He looked at me and I mean, of course, probably like a year went by before we, Started speaking because then at that point I was out of my relationship. But mm-hmm. at that time, it was kind of like, dang, like in hindsight, I didn't realize what that look really meant. But now I'm like, dang, I did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I knew what that look meant, I knew what the late night conversations meant.
0: So, uh, at any point, uh, Brandy, did you feel like you needed like you were going to, uh, like, did you want to move on from that? Because I mean. The first time, you didn't get the IG. You know, second time around, y'all didn't interact too much. And what, and she said, you said like about a year passed, right, Bess?
1: Yeah, about a year. Yeah, maybe like eight to 12 months for sure. Like eight to, okay. eight to a year, yeah,
0: passed. So, Brandon, what, what made you like come back for more and like, you know, explore if that option
2: was still there for you? Um, it's, it's a funny story. It's a funny story, eh? Um, I went to La Mirage, I believe so. And I, uh, I met this girl and I got her Instagram. And I was drunk. And I ended up going home and texting Lonnie instead of the girl. And I was like, hey, didn't I meet you at the club last night? She was like, no. I said, well, can I get to meet you? She said, no, I got a boyfriend. I'm like, all right. <laughs> That's understandable. And then Lonnie told me, you text me that. And I don't remember texting her that. Because I thought I'd text somebody else, but end ended up being her. And so she didn't she didn't um give it no thought. And then she told Rachel about it. whoop de what de woo. And then from there... You know, um, I was texting her, like, hey, what you doing? Good morning. I don't really remember, like, every detail from it, but all I remember was, you know, she being a cool person.
0: He's over there, Chris Brown, drunk texting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, right?
0: Right. And, best. um what made you uh even consider like you know going down that route cuz i know uh me and you you know we've been rocking for a minute and you know going through that 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 devastating you know part of your relationship um we're not going to get into that craziness but you know it it was definitely a experience for you um what gave you hope to date again or get back into the dating game?
1: Mm. that's that's a tough question. Especially because like you said how close we are and you understood how that was like a devastating part of my life. Oh yeah that, And that, that I remember yeah. telling you like best friend like I met this guy, blah 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 and you were just you were more like reluctant and hesitant like I basically just saw you go through pain. I don't want you to go through this again, you know? Yeah, facts. But I would just say his overall, like, the way he carried himself was, like, something I had never witnessed. Outside of my brothers and, like, you, of course, but, like, in terms of being with a man, like, I've never witnessed, like, someone carry themselves that way, and so... I would say that won me over, just like his overall presence. It was so contagious. Oh, I like that word you used. That was beautiful. Um, I was. I remember I came home um, that weekend. I was going through all that chaos, and then Brandon (sighs) was just like, "Can we hang out?" And I was like, "No, like, I." I was real hesitant and timid about it, but yeah, definitely nothing I regret. Uh, the energy was top-notch for sure, and like, it was just a bundle of joy for sure, and I don't regret anything, actually.
0: And uh, Brandon, how do you, um, how do you make Ronnie feel secure knowing that, you know, she, because I mean, you kind of came at a at a time where Yep. You know, she just got through something devastating like that. Yeah. And how were you able to secure her and, you know, within that situation and to assure her that you were that that person that was going to, you know, be who you are?
2: Well, it, it all has to do with, you know, me being, just like you said, me being who I am. And me being who I am is a person that's not going to judge you. It's not go tell you, okay, what 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 part did you play? What um, what did you do wrong for this to happen? I wasn't thinking I'm a kid, you know, I did not bring bring up time as we were talking. Any night, any day, I'm like, okay, why you on the phone with me? Why you not talking? I didn't bring it up because I wasn't worried about it. So I basically supported her. Through every night, she has something um, going on. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So being being her biggest, her biggest support, her backbone, and and I'm just somebody she's talking to. You know, we we're not her boyfriend. We never hung out. She don't know me not in person. Nothing. We just speaking over the phone. So having that intellectual conversation over the phone speaks volumes, and so. Me being who I am, it just it just spoke to her in this sense of okay, like I like what you're saying. I hear you. I'm listening, but do your actions do your actions match? And they did. And so I uh, basically gave her everything I um, said. because said, because your word your word is your bond. And- I like that. Yes, sir. Facts. 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 Yep, and if your words are bad, then you got to stick to it. And so, all that being said, it was just never judging her, being there for her, and just
0: caring. I definitely like that. Um, What would you guys say the foundation of your relationship is?
2: Go ahead, but answer that. I could have something to say.
1: I would probably say the biggest thing is just respect.
2: And understanding one another. Yes. And listening. Because mm. not a lot of couples understand their partner in a lot of different ways. Because it was a point in time I will have moods where Lonnie would never understand. And I will have these moods because I, I grew up in an environment and it would it would do something to me. And I will just think about it so... I'll, I'll get so deep in my thoughts so I won't talk to her. And she didn't like that. So I had to come out of that so she can um, help me and connect with me on the level she was.
1: So, yeah, definitely, like he said, more more so understanding one another. Because like he said, I mean, you can be with someone for... I mean ample amount of time and still not truly understand them you know like I I would take him getting in his certain like moods or just thought process and I would take it as like a personal attack when it wasn't necessarily a personal attack but it's just like okay you know today may not be his day or this you know specific moment I mean mm-hmm. we've been talking about something he could have seen something he could have I mean anything could have triggered you know Something that of something that could have occurred before I entered into his life, you know. So, more so just understanding one another. Because I mean, it same goes for me. I could get a text message and instantly I'm mad, and he's like, "Well, what's going on?" You know. And so, just being able to understand each other, and like he said, being there and supporting it, and being able to decipher between our relationship and our outside personal life. Because I mean yes, we're in a relationship, but it's not always, I feel like people feel that as though um, their relationship and their personal life are are bound together when, I mean, in reality, it's two separate things. Like we, I mean, I go through stuff that doesn't even involve my relationship. And most of the time people, they take it like, oh, this is because I'm with you. Like, no, it's, I, I have a life outside of this relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. So, and like you said, a lot of people would take that out of context and you know, um, they don't know how to operate outside of the relationship. Um, so it definitely when I see you guys, it definitely um you guys definitely have that balance to where it's like it's this and that and the third and I'm over here doing this, this, and that and the third. But when we come together, boom, it's 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 no problem. It's just it's like the perfect puzzle piece.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs>
0: You're welcome. Um a lot of uh a lot of women that I've dealt with um have issues with um their past seeking into the and okay. as far as you like they like a lot of women tend to compare you know and so how do you deal with that as um not trying to compare what you had from what you have you know even if even if it's negative it may like something negative may happen and it may you may get a glimpse of a memory of what happened in that past how do you overcome that where it doesn't seep into your present
1: I would say first, the biggest thing would be security in terms of Brandon constantly reassures me of his intentions and I mean, what he sees this, what he sees in terms of how far this relationship will go and, you know, our future. And I, I feel like I tell a lot of people like my past relationship was more of like a, a first attachment, like that was the first real relationship but in terms of what i'm in now i would say honestly like brandon is my first love so it's way different um in the past my ex was very like insecure so that came with a lot of drama whereas brandon is extremely secure so half of the drama that i had with my ex it's it does it's not involved in this relationship so That's probably the biggest thing that deciphers between the positive and negatives with comparing them is just that being with someone who's secure and knows his worth and we're able to be a team instead of one person being insecure and trying to bring the other person down with them. It's like, no, how about we both elevate? You're secure, I'm secure. Shoot, let's be a secured couple.
0: I like that. So about the security, you know, um, like I said, a lot of people don't um, allow them allow their uh, their significant other to provide that security. Um, I definitely feel like you know we we always tend to uh, before before somebody can even provide that for us, we're already throwing the dubs, the negativity, and everything else and not allowing that person to do their job.
1: No, I definitely So,
0: like what What things have you guys experienced in your relationship so far that you've had to overcome?
1: Probably I would say like our childhood, huh? Yeah. That would be the biggest thing. We grew up in two different, like, uh, lifestyles, basically. Yeah, two different environments. Um, not to be too personal, but I grew up in a household where I had both of my parents, and then my parents went through a divorce. Um, babe, do you want to explain your situation or?
2: explain it. Yeah, I um, grew up with. But- no father and no mother mm-hmm. raised by a black woman which is my sister
1: so with those that would probably be like the biggest thing and then again we grew up in two different counties i grew up in ocb grew up in la so more so understanding each other in terms of how we were raised um for example like we um, B, B would come over to my house and be hesitant about like staying over or going in the kitchen like it it was funny like you'd be like oh is your mom gonna yell at me for this or he he would leave a dish in the sink and be scared when my mom would be like Brandon like she'd be like oh is she like gonna get mad at me like no Brandon like it's it's not that deep I mean so most I would just say like our childhoods are were way different so it's us you know learning one another and experiencing like different things. Like I thought I was a clean freak. This man is like OCD 10 times. Like he gets on me about little things. I'm like, wow. Like, and he would always just be like, oh, that's how I was raised. So I'm like, okay. So I would say the biggest thing is just having to find a healthy balance between incorporating what I was taught versus what he was taught and seeing what works best for both of us. I like
0: that. I like that. And um, coming from the two backgrounds, I like the dynamic of how you guys guys make it work. Because that was my next question going into that. What makes it work?
2: Communication. Communication. um, Talking things out. Hearing, hearing, one, hearing one's another thought, and my big, my big um, point of view is putting myself in her shoes. That's 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 the biggest one for me. Putting myself on her shoes to see how it would be, or to even have that thought hmm so that plays a big part
1: and i feel like he's he's helped me with my communication i feel like i'm able to communicate but i mean you know me best it's hard sometimes for me to seek different perspectives like if it's mm-hmm. not my perspective i feel like i'm open to it but more so in this relationship i mean like he said, he puts himself in my shoes, but I don't know if I'm always open to put myself in his. Like, no, Brandon, that wasn't right, you know, but I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah. important yeah. that we continue to work on communication. And yeah, I feel like communication is the biggest way that we've made it work thus far. And understanding one another, like he said before.
0: Understanding and communication and like that, and um, I want to add one too effort, because I see y'all oh. put the work in, That's you know, um, y'all definitely do put the work in, um, when every everything you guys are saying, I could definitely see the dynamic of it, so it correlates. One thing, um, I learned earlier this week, um, I actually learned the the correct term for it um love language what is your guys's love language
2: food no. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: i would say adventures maybe
2: yeah you, you can say adventure sleep and food for sure and uh, you know just Doing random, spontaneous things. Yeah, that's definitely To keep the, um, the relationship going and strong and, and just, you know, be, being surprising. You know, one thing about me is I don't like just to lay down or sit around the house. I get bored quick. I got ADHD. <laughs> and so I like to do stuff. She might not like to move around. I like to move around. I, I like just say something random. Let's go to the park. Let's go to the skate park. Let's um, go snowboard. Let's go take down your um, stop sign and build a ramp. Let's go do something. So that's um, what keeps us going.
1: I would say that for sure. And just, like, the amount of attention. I feel like we both require a pretty significant amount of attention. So love and affection, definitely. But I feel like we bond most through... Of course, daily dialogue, but going on adventures because we learn so
2: much about one another. Like, yeah, and then we could relate stories.
1: Yeah, for sure. You like,
2: know? like um, you never, you never been flocking, you know. So that's a relatable story. You, I, I never been um, where to. Um, what have you been? I never been to. I don't know, but like I've never been to Texas. You know man. where all the storms be. <laughs>
1: but yeah probably like just learning things about one another
0: so the word forever is used pretty frequently when it when it comes to you know relationships and um you know sometimes we tend to throw out that word a little early but um the fact that it comes up so frequent you know a lot of us don't know truly what forever is do you guys have an idea of what forever is for you guys i
1: can't answer
0: that can you? Oh, yeah i can um can you give me the question one more time so forever is you know when when we talk about relationships or when we're in relationships um that word tends to pop up pretty frequent yeah. What does "forever" mean to you guys, or how do you guys use the word "forever" in your relationship, or do you even <laughs> use that word?
2: Okay, to answer that, my key word for "forever" is reinsurance Um, you know, reinsuring your partner is basically a forever thing because with to to have something forever, you have to communicate, you have to be there for them. It's just like you, for example, you're there for your little sister. You can treat her like a girlfriend and be there, be there for, be there for her forever. You're reassuring because you're her big brother. You you're telling yourself you have to be there for her, and so it's the same thing with your girlfriend. But you have to reassure yourself to let yourself know, okay, I gotta go do this for my baby. I gotta go do this for my girl. I want this for next year. If you're telling yourself something, that's basically you're you want to be with her forever because you're planning the next thing, you're reassuring yourself for the future, and you're reminding yourself.
0: I like that reassurance, but I um,
1: so adding on, I feel like forever is very subjective. I mean. I've heard people use that word forever and it's like, wow, it, it doesn't hold as much weight as people say in terms of like, I don't feel like people understand like how powerful yeah. that word forever they, is. They, they don't. You can't just throw that word around. I mean, for example, I was very devastated when I lost my grandfather. I thought he was going to be with me forever. You feel me? Like Mm-hmm. That is so subjective and we really don't know what the future holds. Of course, I want to be with Brandon for a very long time. I want to build a future with him. But at the end of the day, what truly does forever mean? That's why I was reluctant in answering that question because I feel like, I mean, does forever really last long? It's, it's up to, it's a subjective <clears throat> term. So your forever may not be my forever. So I don't want to agree to be with you forever if your forever can be a week from now. I, I just don't trust that word in the sense of how people utilize that word. Mm-mm. You got to be careful.
0: Okay, I like that. I like that. Got to be careful with that word forever. Uh, exactly, right? I'm definitely going to um, not use that word in my vocabulary when I'm talking to the lady. No, I,
1: because I've been in past entanglements, rather. Oh, this is going to be forever. <laughs> and give it a few weeks, it's, not, it's no longer existing. So, you know, we learn from our past. And I just, let's just put it this way. Me and Brandon plan to have a very long future. We have a lot of goals and aspirations in mind. And Brandon always tells me, like, what um, what is it be like oh not this year not next year not the year like it, yeah. it's more like you know I'm, I got you we're gonna make this work for a very long time without putting forever on it let's not mm-hmm. put forever title until it's locked in you know mm-hmm. because and... then I've seen couples that have been, I'm like wow I look up to you and, and forever is seven years you know so I don't know
0: So, um, do you guys have any fears in, as far as, like, being in a relationship or anybody who, um, like, as, who people who um, have the desire to be in a relationship but fear committing or can't commit to a person, one person?
2: Between us? Um I don't well for a fact I know we don't have any fears um due to one another because we're always communicating, always on the go, we're always handling business, we're always doing something to help one another to and to help ourselves. Yeah. So I don't um look at our relationship as a fear. Yeah. I look at our relationship as a constant thing.
1: Like a puzzle or just piecing our puzzle pieces together. You know, along our life journey. Exactly. I really don't have a fear either. That's, I could answer the forever question. Of course, I want to be with Brandon forever, quote unquote. Um. But in
2: terms of fears, no, I don't. I'm very secure with Brandon. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very committed to this relationship. And so once you're committed to something like a sport, you love it. Yeah. And so that's how I take um, this relationship. I love this relationship. I wouldn't mess it up for, for nobody. I don't care if she Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you guys, you guys talked a lot about, um, communication and, in, in the first episode I asked the, uh, the couples, um, couple, like uh, a communication question. How do you guys communicate as far as like, is it a necessity for you guys to communicate every day? Like to text every day throughout the day? Or do you guys like, text like maybe like okay like let me at least say something to the person no I'm present like how do you guys communicate is it needed for you guys to communicate throughout the day or just make sure you guys are aware of each other
2: it's not even it's not even to the point where it's needed
1: like it's not a chore
2: yeah it's 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 genuine it's like okay I wake up let me text Jelani Okay, she wakes up. Let me text Brandon. You know, then we go back and forth throughout the whole day. It's not like, okay, I decide to wake up. Or no, know like, okay, I wake up, and I decide to text Jelani at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. It's nothing like that. Like, okay, if I'm up, and if I got my phone in my hand, yes, I'm going to be on the ground for probably like 10, 15 minutes. Forget the text. And I'm be like, oh, let me take my baby. That's how it is for me, but it's not like a need to. It's like okay, it's very, it's very regular to me. It, it it's a norm.
1: I agree too. My, my, I feel like it's a definite like, like you said, a genuine connection. It's, it's a no brainer. First thing I do in the morning, honestly, is hop on the phone, which is not something I'm proud of because I mean we need to pray first. Um but being real what i'm not about to do is put on an act first thing i do turn the phone on um text my family my boyfriend that's that really is typically how the day starts um considering we're a distance relationship as well it our communication is even more on point because it's sometimes not even about the attention aspect it's like a safety like are you good let me know you straight go mm-hmm. days without texting me excuse me like huh, are you alive i can't <laughs> just pull up to your house and be like oh he's straight like come on now it's a journey to get to you so yeah i mean let me know you good
0: i like that uh yeah because um you know, a lot of people communicate different, and communication is one of those those things in a relationship that never stop developing. You know, and so um, people need. You know, we gotta we gotta all work on communication, and you guys are definitely doing it to an extent and a point where it's 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 definitely definitely on point. So <laughs> as far as you guys being, you know, um successful in your relationship, I like to consider you guys successful cuz you guys are one of my inspirations. In the I look at you guys and y'all truly give me hope. Like this 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 dog can can learn some new tricks, you know. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, um Mama said, "No pussy cats up in my dog." <laughs> <laughs> but um, what advice would you guys have for people like me—the guys that you know don't necessarily see themselves, you know, being in a relationship or have trouble seeing themselves staying committed to one person?
2: My advice for you, for well, for a person. You or any other person that have the same question or feel, feel in the same um, category that you're in, my advice would be continue to do what you do until you get bored of it. And when you get bored of it and you feel and you know in your heart you want to give one person your heart, then, then do that. I can't tell you what to do. And my advice, um, it probably it probably spark something in you, but it won't matter. But I'll try my best to give you my, my honest opinion. But at the end of the day, it all matters about that person and that person's mind. And so if he finds that right woman, which we all have, which we all have in this lifetime. And once he has that right woman and knows, like, deep down, he knows, like, okay, this is the woman I want to be with. My advice would be, okay, treat her right. Treat her respectfully. They're going to have ups and downs. But just hold her down and understand her and make sure she understands you so everything can match up and be a balance. And never give up on it. And if you don't got it, tell her you don't got it.
1: Mm -mm. Mm-hmm. That would be my advice. What
0: about you, best?
1: Um, I feel like it's different for a guy. I can't really tell. Well, speak a- to them ladies. Speak
0: to them, um, them city girls. Make <clears throat> <them bodies> hurt.
1: <laughs> See, that's the problem. Like, I know you. Correct me if I'm wrong, best. You, you know me. I spent probably less than three four months it was the summer after high school when I just was wild I guess I was a quote-unquote city girl but after that I, I didn't I don't have that in me I mean come on you know we went to the club together and yeah. I'm just looking at Brandon like can we go home and cuddle like <laughs> I don't have it in me so I feel like it's It's up to the woman, like, what you truly want, what satisfies you. Being in multiple dudes' faces, communicating with multiple dudes, having that chore obligation to entertain multiple men, I'm just, it's not in me. I never has really been in me. I tried that scene out. It didn't really succeed. And now I'm just like i found who i want to be with there's no point in entertaining anyone else i mean basically i guess what brandon said like when you're tired of living that lifestyle and you want more for yourself then yeah definitely you'll yeah. settle down
2: huh? yeah so um when you do want more more to yourself it will naturally come to you exactly you, you will get bored of it you know from, from my from my um, perspective i got um of you know, talking to multiple girls at once, and it got to the point where okay, I have to show this girl attention, talk to her, you gotta text her, you gotta hang up on her to talk to her, and it gets, it gets overwhelming, to the point where you can't handle it. You thought you could, and but once you're in it, you're like okay, I can't do this. You know, they they seek too much attention and time that I can't give multiple women. And so, you'll know. And once you know for sure what you want, then that person person you have a desire for, or whoever may pop up in your life, you'll know.
1: The roster will run out, trust and believe.
0: So I gotta let Brenda, Leticia, Nicole, Aisha, all of <laughs> I gotta run my course. I like that. I actually do uh like that that resonates. Um, you know, it's it's like a code, you know. Sometimes uh the medicine doesn't it only subsides, but you have to let the
2: code run its course. I I, I was that was hot. I was feeling that.
0: Yeah, um,
2: and and from every every Um, soul you encounter you'll learn you'll learn more about the person and more about women on a bigger scale because you'll know you'll have that advantage of when when you want to settle down what that woman expects what she wants what's her needs and how she acts based on her tone and everything else because you've been through with multiple women and you you know how women are you'll know women like the back in your hand is what I used to say. Mm-hmm. So it, it will only better you and help you when you want and you know when you want to settle down with the one woman. And hopefully she feels the same way, you know, it just can't be one one, um, one swing swinging, you know, y'all both gotta have fun.
0: I love that. I love that. Well, y'all got any other closing thoughts for me, or for the people listening? Um,
2: yeah, for the people listening, um, you know, live your life how you want to live your life. If you want to be single or a bachelor and not give a woman your money, do that. you're a chill guy, you want to be in a relationship, do that. If you um if you like a geeky girl that's not really into no clubs or any of that, you know.
1: At me Brandon, at me. You know, I'm not at you, you know,
2: just (laughs) just just do what makes you happy. Happy and comfortable and secure. If you're not neither of those then, then what are you doing? No, nah, it's not even about like what you are doing. It's just okay, you need time to reflect, to um to marinate and to really just focus on yourself until you want to put yourself out there in the dating world. You know, it can be hard. It's a lot of beautiful women in this world that we live in, especially in different countries. <laughs> and so you have to um have that mindset. So want and need what you want in life and if you don't have that mindset then you should just focus on yourself before you put yourself in a position where you hurt somebody or hurt yourself or hurt others so that's my spiel on um, what I would give the people that's listening
1: mine is that there's no like uh, instruction guide or booklet of how you should run your relationship or your dating life for that instance I feel like oftentimes especially as younger people are always trying to put like a number on it like when I'm 28 I want to be married when I'm 30 I want to have this 32 have this like no I just let life take its course honestly yeah I like that yeah yeah I like that. You don't. I mean, and there's no perfect relationship. I mean, on the outside, me <coughs> and B may be like, oh, my gosh, relationship goals. But little do they know the inside of the real what's going on. It takes a lot to have a successful, happy relationship. We're still a work in progress. I mean, Absolutely. we have a lot of stuff we can work on. But like I said, there's no relationship guide. I'm sure there's. People out there who have books on, you know, how to our uh, relationship f- for dummies. But I, I don't believe in those. I feel like at the end of the day, what you and your partner work for and put into is what you're going to get out. And compromisation is a big one, too. You got to know how to compromise and accept each other. So, yeah, that's probably my And yeah, for the, um, for the um, young
2: people listening that's getting out of high school and you're in a relationship and you want to work on long term, understand your partner. Listen to your partner. And be there, for, be there for them. Even if they are a tough cookie to crack. <laughs> literally. And for the um, middle-aged men. Oh, Lord. You
1: know, <laughs> we can cut. <laughs> talk
2: to her, talk to her They need to hear it For the middle aged man that's still seeking love Your love is out there It's just that, you know You got a problem And you need to fix that problem Before you put yourself in a position Where you um, Don't like the outcome And for The older man, 40 and above You ain't found love yet Hey man, just go to work and live your life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh <my. laughs> okay.
0: Let's cut it because you go right <laughs> there. Well, um, like I said, um, in the beginning, you guys are definitely like a model relationship on, you know, in my eyes. Um, it's just so much you guys do. You guys travel. Um, I love to see couples travel. Um, I love to see couples love each other. And like I said, that exploring aspect, it really speaks to me to, to be able to go out there with somebody, explore the world and learn something with somebody, you know, it's, it's, you guys are both charting and you guys are going in uncharted territory together and have to trust each other. It's beautiful. I mean, you guys aren't too flashy. Um, You guys are definitely have a private relationship, too. I feel like that's very important. And a lot of people are so social media-y, if you say. They want to show off what they got or who they got. Um, Lonnie was low-key doing the Wizard Kelly thing for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't going to see what I got. You know it's there, but you ain't going to see what I got. Right. But, you know, I feel like that's a big aspect of a relationship is to be private, you know, when, Mm -hmm. because it counts. It matters when when things go down and nobody's in your business. So I love that, y'all. I love y'all, man. We love you. Love that. I love that, man. Young love, young love. Tell me what's the definition of Don't get me started. (laughs) But y'all, it has truly been a night. Um y'all, I thank for thankful for my my favorite people coming on and joining me in this series, my very first series on relationships and sharing their aspect of their relationship and how it works for them. If you guys truly desire to I don't want to say have what they have, but to be inspired by what they have to create your own, you know, definitely listen to them and what they're saying and how they're going about it and learning as they go, you know, so that's what life is about going through experiences and situations so we can share with others. So y'all, but like I said, it's truly been a night and I appreciate y'all for, for joining. I love y'all and I appreciate everybody for listening. Y'all have a great night and peace. Bye. Bye.